According to my information, it should appear in this quadrant here. I hate to say it, but it looks like the system you're searching for doesn't exist. Impossible. Perhaps the archives are incomplete. If an item does not appear in our records, it does not exist. Our history is just so screwed up. Um, I don't even know what to believe at all. Like, at all, I don't know what to believe. So these maps are from the 1771 Britannica. On the bottom of the map, it says Holy Land. And what's missing, though, is there's no Jerusalem. There's no Gaza, no River Jordan, no Dead Sea. So it's odd because why would they just put Holy Land when these, these towns play a significant role in biblical history, history, history? Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again, with a K. And also, now you can find me on the Rockfin Network at rockfin.com with new exclusive content. Now on to the show. This episode is titled, False Maps and Missing Planets, with Jack Allen from the Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of Conspiracy in the Force. My name is Conspiracy Kyle, and today I have a really great guest with me on the show. I have Mr. Jack Allen from the Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence podcast. Jack, how are you doing this evening? Kyle, I'm doing great. It's always an honor, my man. Always an honor. Well, I appreciate that. You know, um, back when I started my podcast, you know, I, it, it's almost coming up on a year. I, I will give give you give you props. You you were very helpful in helping to spread the word about my podcast. You came on my you were my very first guest. Yeah, I think, yeah, I remember many months ago. So I I really I really appreciate I really appreciate the support there, and I I really love your podcast, and um, I really love how much you're into reading. And not many people read anymore. I think you can probably uh, agree with that. Like, um, what what are your thoughts about reading? Like, like how does it how does it help you out? Like, how does it um how does it work with you and your lifestyle? Well, dude, it, yeah, I mean, it's become a part of my life. In the beginning, you know, I would now I read like after we eat. That's we go upstairs, and that's you know. But it like is hard though, because in the beginning you're like, oh, I'm watching this show, or oh, I'm watching, and then it's so much easier just to scroll on your phone but eventually just like anything it becomes a a habit so now i think my record on my ipad's like 182 days or something like that in a row you know so you just just like anything you do like three weeks and then it becomes you know 
Right. Routine. Muscle memory, muscle memory yeah, at that point, exactly. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's my problem. I, uh, I, I just bought like, you know, 10 Kindle books. Nice. So, dude. so uh, I'm, I'm so ADD though. Like I don't, yeah. I want to, I want to read a little bit out of every right. single book, you yeah. know? So I like, I, I need some help here. Like what's your strategy? You just dude, start, start I, one book, finish it, do another dude, book, finish I, it. Odd, odd man. You know, we've had that same, like I accumulate these books and then sometimes I don't, I buy them and I don't even, you know, but that's the one good, you know, no one's telling us, so you can do whatever the heck you want to do. But I know like I have to put out a show, my own, you know, material every like two weeks. So that keeps me going on, but I do jump around. Like after an hour, I'll switch to another one that I find interesting or, but yeah, dude, that is one of the challenges. You just accumulate so many books and then you, you know, you don't get to read them all. So. <laughs> And, and that's and that's probably the hard part for you too, is because you're not just reading it; it's you're going through and making notes and stuff yeah. for the show for the show too. So it's 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 like a re basically for you, it's kind of like a research project. Yeah, right. That's how I just and you the Kindle suite because you can highlight and at the end, you know. But then paper books, which I I sometimes I have just bought one, but like that's because then I got to put the book down. You know, I do it then, so I won't have to go back and like I. My handwriting's horrible. I'm reading in bed, so I'm like, <laughs> you know. So I just I have like a, I talk in my phone, but you know it is what it is. But yeah. So um so for anybody who 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 has who, who isn't familiar with you, or isn't familiar with your podcast, can you give just a little bit of information about about your podcast? You know, some yeah. of the stuff you've been talking about recently. Yeah. So it's conspiracy or just a coincidence, and uh, but I like Kyle said, I usually just pick a book, whatever. And for a while, I'm like, I'm kind of branching away a little bit right now, but I've been big on, because uh, politics and everything else that's current has upset me so much, so I just have to stop. So I've been reading about Tartar Tartaria, Tartaria. And basically, though, I mean, that's like a, a big a big buzzword in this, like, community now. But basically, like, I, and I don't go as far as some people may, but are clearly, like, our history is being manipulated. So that's, like, what... The past, I think I've done like four or five shows on things in our history that just don't make sense. Right. No. Right. And yeah, and we're going to dig into that and you're going to share your screen here in a second yeah. to kind of go through some of these maps and all the stuff that, yeah. that doesn't make sense. And, you know, the one little Star Wars, I'll throw just the, I don't want to get too much into Star Wars no, because I'm really, I'm really interested in, 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 in the maps, but one interesting kind of parallel as I was listening to your show. So in, uh, in one of the prequel movies, episode two, there's this missing planet that's not in the archives. Okay. okay. So they, they go to the Jedi library, which I, you know, you, you'd love that. They, they go to the Jedi <laughs> library. Cool. Yeah. They talk to the, the Jedi librarian and she says, well, if a planet doesn't appear in any of our records, it doesn't exist. Ooh. But what, you know, so you, you can see where, where what was going yeah. on here is, is there was some manipulation going on because people didn't want to find this planet because there was this, clone facility I growing see. on there and all this crazy stuff that was trying to be suppressed and hidden but but her her point and and, and this will kind of dovetail into what what i want you to share here is that you know exactly what she said if it doesn't if it doesn't you know show up on our on our map mm -hmm. it doesn't exist yeah but how do we know that that map is accurate who are we trusting to hold the keys to that map in in that universe and our universe as well so um, I'll, I'll turn it over to you to kind of go through um, some of this that you had talked about previously yeah, on, on your quick, podcast. Uh, I wanted to ask, so I'm reading an, a book on the hippies and George Lucas popped up. He was, I don't know if you ever heard, he was at the Rolling Stone 
concert where yes. have you heard this before? Yeah, yeah. Is it the Altamont concert? I forget what it's called, but it's like I think it's like an outdoor concert. That's at least what I'm imagining. And he was the guy that recorded the cameraman. This. Yeah, that got stabbed or got shot or something like that. Yeah. So I, I actually read about this. Um, you know, I, Isaac Weishaupt, who I know you've had on your show, yeah. he he wrote a really good book called The Star Wars Conspiracy okay. a few years ago. And he kind of got into like a little bit of George Lucas's background um, and, and, and kind of was trying to make a tie in like, because there's some occult themes within Star right. Wars, right? They, yeah. There's no God. It's kind of this force that can be pushed and pulled one way or the other. Right. So he's like, did George Lucas inherently have some type of occult um, presence around him? And, you okay. know, and, and he gets real deep into, it. you know, I can't even scratch the surface right. on that. But, he, but that was one of the things he said, because George Lucas was a cameraman at this Rolling Stones concert. It was in, um, it was called like the Altamont Speedway or something in California. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and, and a guy rushed the stage to try to, to try to stab um, the Rolling Stone singer or something. And there were so many drugs. There was so much like dark energy because it was kind of towards the end of the hippie movement. Yeah, you know, right. so you got, you got to see things start to turn because the Vietnam War and all this kind of stuff. So the, his, his supposition was that possibly did George Lucas um indirectly come into contact with some oh, you know see. spirit okay. or cult or something but yeah i know exactly what you're talking uh, about because yeah. he, he was involved with he was he was in some of that stuff so that's interesting yeah. i just wanted to sorry i had it because i thought of you when that came up and i was like damn that's that's wild <laughs> but uh, all right so do you want to screenshot i'll uh i don't know what do i have to hit it or do you have to yeah i think i think you can go down to the screen and hit the share yeah. content button yeah. it should be it should be available yeah i got it Let's okay see. that works it all right can you see my screen? Yep. Um, all right. I'm small, but who cares? All right. <laughs> so we'll start. So like all of our history is uh, from what we like have accepted or is written by a guy, Joseph Scalinger. And that was like in the 1540s to 1600s. And then it gets finished by like a Jesuit priest who I forget his name, but everything based so basically they went they used ancient egypt which is like the dynasties are for the pharaohs is i guess recorded to some extent and they just plugged it in from there and so there's so many issues with it like carbon 19 dating like how we would think oh this history is set in stone carbon 19 dating doesn't there they only use it when it reassures whatever claim they're making so like you we really have no way of knowing how old and how previous civilizations were. And just to say that this is like a new theory, Isaac Newton thought this as well. He thought that they added an extra like 1200 years. He died before he could really finish his book, never gets published or gets published and then pushed away. And the comments about it were like, oh, he was, you know, with madness, with, or with genius comes some insanity. Like, so this isn't just like a, a new theory that just came out, right? But uh, I'll show you. So that's, I just wanted to preface that. So this, these maps in 1771, the Encyclopedia Britannica came out and they had all these maps in there. And I'll, let me pull like a normal one up from, from that map, I'm trying to find like a, so we'll do, we'll do this one. I guess this isn't even a good, but so all these maps were in there, right? So like a, the thing that was interesting about it was Sorry, my map order is, uh, even for my show, is all uh, screwed up. <laughs> no, all right, here we no, go. That's all right. These are good. All right. So, like, for this one, here's this was in the, this was America in 1771. 
So you see California is this one. Well, so you see the undiscovered land up here in the right. Northwest, right? That's like uh -huh. the first thing that comes out, which doesn't make, you know, so, and someone commented before about Lewis and Clark, but we'll, well, there's previous maps, <laughs> so we'll get to that, but yeah, it's just, and then the big thing about it is there's this huge land called Tartaria. And it's hard to like see. I don't know if we can zoom in, but like you see, in what in what year was this map again? Seventeen seventy one. So seventeen seventy one. Okay. Trying to get like a good. Yep, I can see it there on the there's, right here's side. Here's Muscovite, yep. Tartaria. Yeah, and so this land was the largest country in the world. It was three times larger than I think. Uh, it's three million square miles. So it was the largest country in the world, and until uh, we had like Tartaria came in our truth or whatever, all media community, no one, I never heard of it, you know? So right. like what, how this was, I mean, there's empires that existed now. There's very powerful countries. How would one land Tartaria, you know, they would have to be able to defend these borders. Right. They must be significant, right? Cause like right. how could mm -hmm. you defend uh, your borders without being like a formidable foe? Right. Uh, and, and for anybody that's not watching on the video, it, it's kind of tar Tartaria. It looks like it's kind of in the Eastern European type area, right? Like right. Maybe Northeastern. Yeah, so better. like North of Germany. Yeah. So um, it's almost kind of Russia ish. Yeah. So it's Siberia. It's large part of China and kind of like, I guess, so you like Ukraine kind of, you know, like okay. Eastern, Eastern Europe area. But it's yeah. huge. So it goes all the Siberia down to like, it's China's right here. So there's China okay. smaller than, so I guess like modern day Manchuria. And, uh, but the, the idea is that this is probably like the remnants of the Mongolian horde. Mm -hmm. And so like what they, like the, I guess the whole big theory is that this powerful empire that expand, that's extended from Europe all the way to our Americas, they were that's how we got all of these fancy buildings that we have like in the world expositions it was a worldwide empire and uh, they wanted to they had very high technology like in my um exposition episodes the world's fairs i mean these buildings were built out of this blue glass that like helped plants grow could heal things and they built all like the amazing masonry that we have today that you're like, damn, how did they build that? That was this Tartarian right. empire that wow, you know, that's expanded everywhere. That's wild. And these and these maps are are crazy looking. I mean, and, and that's the other thing too. It's like, how do we even know that the shape of our current map even even is accurate? And how yeah. maybe 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 this is more accurate. I mean, how right. many how many of how many of us have taken uh, you know a drone or a helicopter around the world and, and mapped all this stuff out? N nobody. Right. You know, so so how do we how do we know what it what is right? And and just because it's so far off and so skewed versus what we what we at least you know quote unquote know now is 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 crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And that that's the other point. Like um, so like even things as simple as where we claim that the Bible how all happened in the Middle East, like these land, this stuff was all right, like before Napoleon, no European supposedly set forth in like um like since the crusades in the middle east and all this stuff like that but yet they have all these these I don't, like basically like we get all our names from all these places 
from ancient times they're supposedly passed on but when things that are written in all these ancient languages because paper is very scarce they don't use any vowels so you're get like you're going you know what i'm saying so like even the bible right. is written without any vowels so words like i give this example blood we say it's blood but it could be bled it could be boiled because it would be written bld so the the like a name continuing and there's plenty of examples of names changing in locations uh like amsterdam in this around this time period i can like find but they named it two different it was like amstal dram and that's just a simple solution but so that you could see how easy name plays like say they said it the the crusades happened in the middle like they didn't use the middle east in jerusalem well, there's no real, like, we've never found any biblical proof that Jerusalem is where they say it is. So right. it's easy that they could have just moved the location, mm -hmm. maybe to avoid us finding something or just to, you know, just like that power structure. Right. Yeah, it's just a mess, dude. Is and, what I'm and even with, you know, talking about the Bible there, I mean, there's so many different translations that, that how do you know there wasn't anything nefarious going on there about people, you know, intentionally or unintentionally changing some of the meanings of these words. And now, you know, hundreds or thousands or however many years later, we're thinking about things in a completely different way versus what it was originally, you know, intended, the intended spirit of it. Yeah. You know, dude. books, I guess books and books in general too. Yeah. And I mean, and so like I said, Isaac Newton said it was shorter. A bunch of other people said the, the timeline was shorter, but they, so all these events that supposedly happened in like, like 300 AD, the Bible, all these books, they had, I think it was Council of Nicaea, which all they have is like one picture of it to say that it happened. But they, so that was like this event where they took all these books, they put, they made the Bible supposedly in this Council of Nicaea. But the problem is we, like the oldest documents that we have are from like uh, the, the thousands, thousands AD. That's the oldest documents we have. And we date everything off of handwriting so again mm -hmm. that carbon dating thing we have no like you that you would think like all oh, the bible we have ancient copies we don't we have copies of copies and they pop up around conveniently right around like uh 1400 it's like when all these ancient documents come up so it's just i'm just saying this to show like what we we have like no time could literally be like we could only have been civilized for like 600 years and no one would, you wouldn't be able to like prove otherwise, you know, it's just yeah. ingrained in us. And, and I, I would, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards you because that would just, because just think of all the technological advancements that have, that have happened in the past, say 50 years. And, you know, you can kind of take a few points of view, right? You take the people who believe that the earth has been around for, for millions of years. You're telling me in millions of years, we just had all these scientific breakthroughs and technological breakthroughs in, in the past, you know, since 1950. And right. then even, even the biblical view, which I think the biblical view is about, you know, 6,000 years, mm -hmm. yeah, um, is like same, same thing, right? I mean, all this time, and it would, it's, it's just now being this technologically advanced in a very escalated manner with nothing even close to that in, in, in you know, 100, 200 years ago. And speaking of like technology, like uh, one of, this is also how they date stuff. And this is literally how they do it. So they base everything off like the Pharaoh's timeline. So say they find like a Pharaoh's product they have is like a necklace. I'm using a bad example, but that necklace they find in a grave in uh, North Africa or 
in the Middle East. And then in that Middle East, they find a lot of cups that look a certain way. Well, then if they find that cup in Germany, that means that they were contemporary in their, their model of working. Like, so you find in one grave, it connect, you see how like they connect it. And that's how they say that certain people are contemporary. So you can see how easily that's not very, you know, uh, right. solid evidence. Right. It's very, it's very subjective. A lot yeah. of this is very subjective based on quote unquote experts who, who have done this. Right. And then like you know? they, they, the Scalinger guy who wrote the, he talks about the bronze age and like, you know, this is the technology they had during the bronze age, but the issue with the bronze age is to make bronze, you need copper and tin. And both I think are found freely in the earth, but they didn't discover tin until after the bronze age. So like they, you know, either they just didn't tell anybody that they had this technology or they messed up the timeline because Scalinger wasn't a, what a meta, well, I don't know who plays with metals, but you know, a metallurgist. Uh, 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 alchem alchemist, maybe, no, yeah. I think that's like- I think a metallurgist, but like, yes. they, you know, yes. he wasn't, he didn't specialize in that. So he just thought, well, yeah, they, this is a, they have bronze instruments. This was this so many years ago, but the invention of tin or, whatever didn't happen until later. So, right. Yeah. So um, I want to talk a little more about, about the, the Tartaria because yeah. I, I know very little about this, you know, for, I've heard a little bit from your podcast and a few other, other sources, but I kind of want to just know a little bit more about it. You touched on a little bit about, you know, somewhat of a technologically advanced society, kind of what was the, uh, what was kind of like, like the power structure, like, like what was kind of the culture, like uh, any more context you have on that? Yeah. So I don't know if like anyone, they're definitely powerful. So there's like, I feel like there's probably like a few camps. Like I know some people think that they were like using like churches, like our churches were readapted to be places of worship, that those were actually places of healing. So like, and you, I don't know, but what I do like can say for sure is like, they were a powerful nation. They probably had like the Khan, cause that's like how the Mongols, you know, like Genghis Khan. Right, and right. They were a, a seafaring like they were able to travel the world and that's how they, so I like, I know their one guy, Andreas Zertus or whatever, he's big on that. Like they weren't a like warring culture, but then uh, like the, one of the classic authors for Manco who wrote a lot of books all about Tartaria, he thinks that they were kind of like, uh, that's why Russia fought them because Russia and the Peter, like the, the Romanovs, battled heads with Tartaria and they lost but so I don't know like what their you know I couldn't say anything about like their government but right. clearly they were a builder class that may have invented I know this sounds crazy like flying like big hot air balloons mm -hmm. and uh, that was like how they tr they traded everywhere and that was like not like dragons and uh, a few other animal symbols like the dragon and uh but that's why like Scotland is a dragon. Why we have, right. oh, griffins. That's what I'm thinking, griffins. So like griffins are all in the new world on all these 1800 buildings that we built. But that, you know, what does the griffin have to do with at all with, with us? But that's right. like their symbol on their flag. So I know that didn't answer your question, Kyle. No, no, that's, that's okay. Um, it's, it's just, it's really interesting because, you know, this isn't something that you ever see referenced in popular culture or like a movie about it or even like honestly like even documentaries like I, I can't know any that have 
I've seen or been, you know, had seen referenced regarding this Tartarian. And like, literally, I just, I just Googled it, you know, which is, is, is the worst way to do any research for anybody listening. And, you know, one of the first thing that, that comes up is, is Tartaria hoax and then Tartaria CIA. Like, so like, you know, that they're trying to, you know, and, and it's hard to say one way or the other, what the, what the truth is, but um, the fact that there hasn't been much made about, I mean, God, there's been movies about monsters, giants, dragons, spaceships, Right. But there's not going to be a movie about this other potential. Um, if, if nothing else, it's, it's, it's just an interesting uh, topic. Yeah. And just, I know I'm bouncing like all around. I go, but oh, so no, like, that, you're perfectly you, fine. To show you like with this knowledge stuff. So this map, I think, was from like right around maybe 1750s because every 10 years. So you see like how California is drawn as an island. And this is bringing up the one comment I got was like Lewis and Clark didn't discover till 1806. So this was 1750, we'll say, right? And then <laughs> uh-huh. in, uh, oops. But then in 1500s, we have the Mercator map, which draw, which has the whole Northwest drawn and California is an island. So I say this just to bring out the point that like our timeline is just so, so either we like, get smart like then they use this pattern before like with the dark ages like they say we get this technology and something happens we lose it for 300 years and then it pops up again right like so right. they did the same they're just mess i think they're like extending it to make things seem longer or to and even if it's not like called tartaria what there has there has to be some like builder class or some group of people that were able to use technology that we don't have access to today because and like i showed i I don't know if you watched the world's fair exposition but these things they made dude were just yeah bring up some of the bring up some of these pictures because that's very interesting this was what like uh 1904 or maybe were there some before that yeah this one's 1890 and we'll this is the chicago world's fair and so just to they did so this was like let's see if there's a better let's see if i can make it a little bigger for us but just so people so in two years that's what the claim is which chicago's cold for how many year, how many months out of the year like five four mm-hmm. you know in two years they were able to take 700 acres of swamp drain the swamp make canals make lakes with horses and picks and shovels and they were able to build all this stuff and they did it all over the world not just chicago they did it all in the united states they did it all in the world in different countries and like as much as we like to think like oh if you just put your mind to it you can do it you know this is far more impressive than it. and they were temporary supposedly but you they kept some of the buildings but they destroy the others. They all would burn in a fire, every single one of them. Right. And they lost money consistently. They would lose like on today's standard, something like $200 million. And they just <laughs> kept doing it again and again. Like that makes our business, like Rockefeller is cutthroat. They're not going to lose 200 million and then do it 20 times, you know? Right. And and that's, a, yeah, that's a crazy picture over there with that huge... I don't know, statue kind of thing. Like when, when was the, I don't even know this. I have to look this up. Like when was the first camera invented? Well, that's another thing, dude. So 
the camera was like, I forget, it was right before, I think 1850 was right around okay. the first camera, but that's also up for, for speculation because like before that they had these lithographs that they could take photos of. And the one guy brings up the point, like he thinks that cameras existed far beyond, like just at this World's Fair, I don't know if it was this one or St. Louis, they were able to the one like attraction was that you could talk to somebody through a cell phone. So it mm -hmm. had no wires. It wasn't hooked up to anything and you could talk to somebody else. And like, there's this technology. They also, I know this doesn't have to do technology, but at the Chicago world's fair, they had a, a stand for each country and the Vikings like Sweden, they took built an act, an actual Viking ship from back in the day. And they sailed it to America for the, for the event. <laughs> of and course so like, they did right so like <laughs> if they could do it today you know they did it before but that was just i found that like really amusing like they rode a viking ship from europe to america in the 1890s and like no one thought like wow if they could do it then i wonder if they could have done it before that but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah that is that is just bizarre i uh speaking of, of the camera i saw a great I saw a great meme the other day and it, it said, you know, hey, here's a picture of the first camera. And then and then the caption was like, well, who, wh where's this picture coming from then? Yeah. Are we taking a picture of the first camera if this is the first camera? It was, it was because to your point, like a lot of this is so, so kind of hokey. Like you really there's really no way there's no way of knowing, you know, it, honestly, like pretty much anything pre-internet or pre-film. Yeah, uh, it, it's 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 a it's a black hole and it's so based on conjecture. And, you know, you're talking about, like, you talk about the carbon dating, you're talking about artist renderings, you're talking about uh, so many other, so many other, other things that could be manipulated in one way, shape or form. Dude. Yeah. And like, so one of the thing they I've seen everywhere, like all these world's fairs though, they're all built in two years and even like France. So France had the, the uh, it's always a, a big fire and how fire burns stone which they built most of their struct like the nice structures out of uh you know I, I don't understand that but they'll always say that and uh but france this reconstruction i think it happened in 1782 but the, all the beautiful buildings that we have in france today they were all rebuilt in like 10 years with Oh, I, I'm like spelling words wrong. I'm reading, that's why I'm struggling. I just want to show you the the pictures. But they built all this stuff so quick, like all all France today, like uh, all this stuff was built in the same time with in like ten years with just men, shovels, and pickaxes. Right after a big fire, and it does it like it literally doesn't work. You know, all this right make any sense? We can't do any of that today. You know, even like, even in you know and it's kind of a different thing than Tartaria but I mean you know going going back to you're talking about e Egypt earlier right look at look at the pyramids yeah. and, and you know the story from well I guess it's really not a story from, from the from the Bible I think it's maybe just um, supposition that you know it was the Israelite slaves that you know build these gigantic pyramid structures right um, and, and look how perfectly symmetrical they are like I, how 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 single people, could do that with no technology is crazy and then um the the other in the sphinx too right the sphinx yeah um beautiful structures you don't see i mean you don't see people build if they could build pyramids like that why wouldn't they why aren't they doing it today yeah 
You know, why wouldn't somebody say, hey, let's go on here and build a pyramid? Like <laughs> yeah. out, in, out in like Arizona or something. Like, hey, that'd be pretty cool. Right. Like nobody does it. Like same reason, like why haven't we gone back to the moon? Uh, right. We could 60, we quote unquote, could 60 years ago. Right. But, but apparently something changed or something didn't happen the way we, we, were, we were meant it to, meant to believe. All of a sudden going on Egypt, they, uh, you know, that whole Egyptology is such like a, it's like a little club, you know? So like all the information we get, you get like, you know, you think you get accepted as being an Egyptologist. And now you're, if you have a family, you're not going to speak out and say, I think you guys are all wrong because they're going to get rid of you. So that's right. why the narrative Egypt always stays the same. But even like what was interesting is like this stuff is supposedly what, like 2000 BC, like 5000 mm-hmm. to 2000 BC. Yeah. And lasted, you know, fine for whatever, 7000 years. And now like the Sphinx is having like serious damage. Lots of things are like, you know, kind of on their last legs. And right. Egyptologists blame that on pollution. But mm-hmm. So you're telling me something lasted 7,000 years and then just, you know, another coincidence that just now, like the, there's stuff breaking off on the Sphinx and uh, like, it's just happening just now, this stuff is happening, or is it probably not that old? And right. you're just, you know, like, it, it, like anything, you know, after a few hundred years. It'll... Oh, right. No, normal climate change. I, I hate using the word climate change, but yeah. I mean, it, it does change all the time. I, I think right. what I was trying to say is, is erosion right like right. Uh, yeah exactly over time like uh in here in another you know a star wars tie-in like the the, the place they film star wars in mm. africa um you know people can't even go back to look at that that place anymore because there's been so many sandstorms in the area really? and it's kind of covered all that stuff over so i mean in, in the desert there's huge windstorms there's all this crazy kind of stuff so uh yeah just kind of normal normal uh stuff that happens over right. time yeah dude it's just and like i am just bringing up random stuff now but like this church in germany supposedly according to scalinger or scalager i might be saying his name wrong he this church supposedly was started it was a medieval church built starting in like 1200 well it didn't get finished till 18 right around the same time we're having all these world's fairs so you're telling, like, according to mainstream history, this church took 600 years to build. And it is a magnificent church. It's very beautiful. But mm-hmm. to take what you can't even get people to agree on, you know, like anything. So you're telling me you were able to control six, six centuries of fam- people to work on something, you know, every whatever. Like that, no, there's no way that's possible. Like people... I have no idea what my family member did 600 years ago. And <laughs> one, if there is one at 600 years from me from now, we'll also right. have no idea, you know? And like, and like j- just, just the basic facts of like, you know, let, let's say devil's advocate, they could get all the materials rounded up to make that in, in, in that time. Right. There's also the, the architects and stuff behind it, right. There's, there's geometry involved. There's all this other stuff. Um, any of that could have gone wrong um without without other other kinds of of intervention just just the fact that it it looks so perfect Mm -hmm. and you know you look at you know look at modern construction nowadays and you know stuff doesn't even come come close to this with with all the materials and chemicals and whatever we can make out of a lab now to build it's just crazy that this stuff looks so beautiful and you'll never see this kind of stuff ever again yeah and that 
that was like another point that brought like this ancient culture that someone because I I'm pretty like convinced that there was something either if it wasn't a culture if it wasn't there was a group of people there was like a tribe that whatever had this ability was sharing it with like the world and was able to uh build you know all these structures and then that that they hid that maybe they destroyed them whatever but like all those these old buildings they had so much like um like their angles and everything like i don't know if the word soul is the word to use but they had like i, I don't know the word i'm looking at like maybe soul or feeling mm -hmm. or and right they then they, they'll always like destroy these things and they put up some horrible thing like what was uh what was before Madison Square Garden? Because, you know, Madison Square Garden was this beautiful, um, this gorgeous, I forget what it was. Oh. But it was ever before Madison Square Garden. I'll find it eventually. But whatever that, it was this gorgeous thing, dude. And it, they ripped it down and they put up just this stadium, you know? Right. And that's right. what they always do. And always these fires, like the, uh, the the one fire in Chicago, so that World's Fair it burned down supposedly because a cow kicked over a candle and that just set the whole city on fire. I was gonna say yeah, I remember that story, but now that you mention it in conjunction with the World's Fair, wow. And then wow. conveniently on that day, also on that day, four massive fires started out simultaneously up around the the lakes of Michigan, which burned you know a large percentage of the city. So. It just, you know, like, what are the, the, oh, I'm sure that always, yeah, that always happens at four, five <laughs> major fires that destroy a whole place. Yeah. The, the theory is too, like, so a lot of these buildings are stone. So how did they, how did they burn down? But like, they look very similar to like, when you look at a bombing in Germany and Dresden, that's how like after the Chicago fire war, after the, the World's Fair. Chicago fire, 1890s. Like it doesn't look like, uh, you know, like it looks just like if you, if I showed you a picture of Dresden or one of the Hiroshima or, or whatever, they look exactly the same. So I think like there is so much evidence, like again, the, it's like kind of like the 9-11 towers, like. Right. It would have to burn so hot, dude, to knock over brick, to burn stone. Like it would literally, you know what I mean? It would literally need to melt these type of buildings. And that just from a candle, from someone kicking over a, or an animal, barnyard animal, yeah. over a candle, and then just happening simultaneously. I think this right. was I was in the, but yeah. See, like and that, just, and that's like, and you know, and, and that's a fact that is in history books that's in textbooks you know everybody I, I mean i remember reading that about a cow kicking the thing over and burning <laughs> down the whole city i mean it seems silly now that we're talking about it but like just think how many people just read that like oh this that's exactly what happened because i right. just read it in the in the scholastic history book in right. fourth grade dude and <laughs> you just and you'd say oh yeah because they're old and they're stupid that they did that like just another thing in chicago they so because they before Chicago like started out as like a bunch of fields supposedly and and then like it was like a camp for the Civil War and then you know they sent some soldiers out and they said oh we like this land so they built Chicago and then they should 
crap. You know, they built these huge, like a, they built this, uh, this uh, like six story hotel that could hold thousands, you know, these beautiful buildings, all these arches mm -hmm. you see, they don't have, this is yeah. like the, the lithograph kind of thing I was telling you about. Well, then they realized, oh shoot, we built it on a swamp. So you know what we're <laughs> gonna do? We're gonna raise it. So this is a picture of them supposedly with they left the hotel was still open when they did this they didn't close the hotel what they, they lifted this hotel five feet in the air and then shoved a bunch of rocks to build a new foundation on it and this is okay 50. yeah of course i mean right. it's pretty 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 simple and you know they didn't <laughs> stop there they then decided oh we have to do the whole block so then they did <laughs> the whole block they lifted uh yeah the whole block on um with you know with just horses and pete and men men power and uh you know. we, we do have a house you know nearby us where um and my wife told me about this you know 20 some years ago they did lift it up and move it but you know you have to use uh lots of construction equipment you have to use flatbed trucks i mean i mean you're telling me they did this with a hotel and horses and, and it was and rocks. Still open, dude people were still shopping that's how, <sighs> while they're walking and the guy huh mastermind behind this where did he come from he had no architect experience but he lived in san francisco which was just built like the, you know founded like 10 years before this happened and he had to do it a lot in san francisco so what huge buildings they're building in like the five years that they actually were building anything in san francisco you know it's just all of our stories like they they're laughable almost you know like they're and that's why I think it, it's true. Like, you know, why have we never heard of a country that's 3 million square miles, whatever that means. I don't know what square miles means, but mm -hmm. whatever that means. I, I don't know. Do you know what a square mile is? Uh, like, like one by one, like a, like a cube maybe. Oh, okay. That might be it. I was having like, this conversation with someone else and he didn't know either. Yeah, like um, I I do work in the in the medical industry, and like you know we see a lot of stuff like this is a one square centimeter uh, bandage or, or whatever, and it's just uh, a, a a a you know perfectly perfect square, okay. but just you know one centimeter on on each side. So three hundred, what do you say, three hundred million I think it's miles? Like three million something. Three million miles. So yeah. three million miles by three million miles. That's Damn. that's the, the square. That is yeah so it's not just like a long rectangular thing right that's this is a huge humongous okay, yeah. so area it's, it's huge then yeah but that you know this huge land mass that just somehow is left alone and how we didn't so here's it this was also in the britannica tartary right here so it was um independent oh yeah right here three million and nothing even comes close it's three times larger than everything else Right. So that's why like there has to be, and I, I get maybe like they weren't a warfaring culture. Maybe they thought like trade was the, you know, the best way. And then, you know, just like how we talk about like the, the cabal or the Illuminati, some group decided like we have to remove this if we want to continue get power. And right. And that was also like, so all our old buildings, like I'm in Philly. So we have city hall, city hall, Philadelphia building. You'll never find any pictures of them building the thing. They're like, huh? what can that's I search? Real, that's really interesting. Uh, 
How did they? What's what's the pre or construction pictures? Yeah, yeah. That. The it's, motion, like, it's like it's like looking is, up pictures of you know Michelle Obama pregnant. Right? Right. They, exactly. they don't ex, they don't exist. Exactly. So this is what the most they'll have is the foundation has been set. They did the first like three floors, and that's the oldest picture I've been able to find of it because I've searched this before. And that's the same thing with almost everything. You can't find any photos of them building these things. And you can't use like the excuse like, oh, photos are expensive because this is a huge expensive project. You would mm -hmm. want to photograph, you know, like, so this, this is like, they didn't put William Penn on yet. And which was still an amazing feat in itself, but there's no photos of them breaking ground or, or, you know, whatever. Right. Started. Well, yeah, because honestly, like, you know, these huge, huge projects, um, there had to be investors involved, right? And investors that were, were footing the bill on this, and they, they need to know the progress, right? So they right. need to see photos, they need to see documents. Why is that not? Why is that not a thing? That's very yeah. peculiar. Dude, and there's, and like, this was the New York, I think it was called Penn Station, but like, just this beautiful uh, is this big enough? Can you see? That? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's good. But like all this glass, all this stuff like that, and they claim these things are like just out of disrepair, and that's why they get rid of it. Have you ever seen a uh, Mad Men? Uh, no, so, haven't. Uh, it's like it takes place in the fifties, but they have a scene where they're protesting taking it down. But that's what they they do all like. So there's they obviously can't take down Philly City Hall, but they take down enough of these buildings because they don't want you like sniffing around to see what's, you know, like, wow, this is, because City Hall in Philly is the largest freestanding building without any concrete, something like that. Like there is no mortar. It's just rocks on rocks. Like, right. That's very, you know, like, how did, how did these people do that? Like who brought the material? How did you, <laughs> you know, it's just all these logistical questions, just we're missing something, you know, we're missing yeah. something big. We are. And, you know, going back to, you know, what, what we learn in school from history textbooks, you know, we all know about this, this, this lone, this lone cow, you know, that, yeah. not, that created the fire. I mean, I mean, my God, let's talk about like the lone gunman theory. Right. Now we're talking, now it goes back to the lone cow theory. I mean, they've been, <laughs> they've been really working this lone angle for, for centuries now. I mean, my God, but, you know, we know about that, but, you know, we don't, I mean, did you ever remember hearing anything about Tartary in school in your textbooks no. or anything? No, not even a, a, a whiff of it. Yeah. I mean, you're only really ever taught American history when you, mm -hmm. even in terms of geography, you're taught, you're taught current geography, right? You're talking about here's the continents, here's the, here's the countries and yeah. that's it. You know, yeah. how it is currently, you like nothing that happened before that is even relevant unless it's just, you know, the few hundred years in America. But the rest of the world, like nobody, nobody has ever taken the time to to inform people about that. And that's very problematic from a lot of angles. You know, I just think um, we need to know we need to know what is what is happening in the world because it affects it affects us as well. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And just like in school, I mean, you'll deal with it with, you know, we all will with our kids, but like they it's so easy to manipulate history, you know, like mm -hmm. people think like, how could you lie? They can't do that. But it's so, even back then, it's so easy, dude. Like they, you just take, you control the school systems and it's with public schooling. It's even, or, you know, mandatory schooling. It's even easier. You just tell the kids what happened. The parents are too busy from work to, 
you know, question everything and they were taught the same thing and that's it then. That's it. You know, right. there is right. no questioning of anything. And uh, yeah, it's right. so right. easy to manipulate or to get rid of something that you didn't want. Yeah. That's yeah, that's that's very true. And, and, it, and it goes between things from, you know, mundane things that really don't, you know, may not really, really matter. But but they um, it, it gets into really, really serious things like when you talk about 9-11 and all kinds of stuff that they've been really if it's printed in a textbook, it's considered truth. Right. And, and when you're a kid, you have to answer A, B, C or D on the exam. One of those is right. One of those is wrong, according to that textbook yeah. that was you know funded by the by the rockefellers and and who, who yeah. whoever else right that is it that is in control of this stuff so hey hey one one other question i wanted to ask yeah. you I, I know you'd kind of talked about this um on a prior podcast and you mentioned a little bit earlier about about the the dark ages mm-hmm. um what's what's the what's the deal behind the dark age i i, I don't remember the the premise of the, yeah. of the podcast you had but uh, there was a theory that that the dark ages didn't necessarily exist right is that is that am i on the right track yeah, there you're, you're that's exactly it dude so basically before the the dark ages you have so the dark age supposedly happened like 674 to 974 that's the that's the 300 years that we lost all technology we were living like backwater hunter gatherer tribes maybe some farming and stuff like that and what caused the dark, the main stream store caused the dark ages was like the fall of the Roman empire. Um, then during our European dark ages, Rome falls, um, the Muslim empire has its 300 golden years and they just lay siege to all these once powerful European cities. And, uh, you know, they just kicked the shit out of us. And then after those end, then finally, you know, the year 1000 comes and America, the Catholic Church gets its power again, and then we start the Crusades. And then that kind of leads us into now. But the thing is, there's so many things wrong with it. It goes into like the, well, one, they have no archaeological evidence to prove this. So like they claim 300 years, but they don't have a single thing that exists in those 300 years. And someone might say like, oh, well, that's the Dark Ages, that they, they didn't build anything. But that, you know, like in, in, then in uh, the Muslim countries, there's nothing else. They use coins, which are supposedly dated. That's the biggest evidence they have. They find all 300 years of coins in one same house. So like what a, a grandfather's holding, passing down <laughs> the same coin for 300 years, you know? Right. And this even ties into then like, so why would someone add 300 years is probably like the biggest question, right? So like the reason why they did this was there was this guy, Otto, King Otto, and he was in Germany. And so he was a very, very Christian guy, like extremist. And back then, no one first, you know, very low literacy rate. Back Mm -hmm. then, everybody wanted to know when Jesus was coming back. Nobody really cared. Oh, Jesus was born 600 years ago. Okay. You know, but when is he coming back? That's the big question. So that's how they did their maps or their calendars. So Otto being the fanatic that he was, he found, you know, like these uh, Christian scholars and he went with the guy that said, "Uh, Jesus is going to be coming back soon. So he went with him, obviously, because that, you know, he wanted to be king when Jesus came back. So Otto thought it would like sound. So he got together with the Pope at the time 
and they said, let's say it's year 1000 because they think Jesus is going to return. And so like uh, Otto and Jesus can walk hand in hand and, you know, wow, it'll be that. And so they, and again, there's the priests that only wrote the history books. So right. that, that's why there's all these dark age forgeries even now. Because you would say like, why would somebody forge a dark age diet? It's because all these priests, that's what they were, they're, you know, monks, whatever yeah. you want to call. And they all backfilled in this history and because it set precedent for the church. So that's why the church uh, crowned Otto king of the empire, you know, the Europe empire, and it made the church the ones that could, the only ones that could crown you. So, uh, and then the next question would be like, well, how did, okay, so the Christians could do that. All right. But how did you get the Muslims to go along with it? And this is like where I get like very, there's like all this evidence, but in conclusion, uh, Muhammad was conveniently, he was started in these dark ages and there's no evidence that Muhammad ever ruled he was also inserted into this dark age history to bring together all these people that were kind of bickering in the Middle East because you had the Persian Empire versus the, the Arabs. And this is how they, they created, you know, this huge Muslim empire, Islamic empire by telling this story about this guy who went around conquering this amazing, mighty, powerful Persian empire while riding camels. And that's the huh. story that they're told right now. Like, a guy on a camel was able to conquer an empire that the Roman empire could never, couldn't stop, couldn't fight. They just like, you know, kept their dividing line. But yet this man was able to, you know, go commit jihads and, and take over. Wow. That's, that's, yeah, that's, wow. That's crazy that, that, but I mean, it's feasible though, because like you said, it, it back in that time, it was like a caste system, right? There was the haves and the have nots. And um, the people who were very poor, they couldn't read. The priests and all the Catholic leaders could say whatever they wanted. I mean, right. you know, there's all the stories about how they, uh, I forget what the exact phrase is, but they, they told all the, the peasants that they had to pay a certain amount if they right. wanted to get to heaven, because that's what it said in the Bible. Right. And, you know, and, and, they, and they did it because they had no way of knowing that that was wrong. It was just the authority of the time was, was telling them that. And, and honestly, like, let's be honest, that's really no different than it is nowadays um, with, with most people, um, even with all the knowledge and technology and uh, everything at our disposal to look up research, um, things for ourselves, 99% of people don't do it. And, yeah. you know, they just kind of click on the TV and say, okay, that's what it is. And look at one news headline and say, okay, well, that's what I'm supposed to believe. Right. So it's really like we, 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 we talk down to some of these peasants from those days, but like, <laughs> How many people do we know that are exactly oh, like that nowadays? I absolutely agree. Like how many people, if you asked like a man on the street, could they, like you say, like what was going on in America in 1850? They would have, maybe some people would say like, you know, Civil War, Abe Lincoln, maybe. But like most people do, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have any idea. And that's the same with these people. And they, but they couldn't read. And like you said, they, they listened to their priests and that they, you know, one day they just woke up and, they didn't really, again, they didn't really care how wet day of the count, you know, they didn't really know. And right. like, even this was another thing. So like, we have all these dates for everything that, like when Scaliger, that guy who wrote the history books, when he did his timelines, he would give you the exact day, time, and hour. Like 
day, month, year, hour that an event happened. Well, in the 1500s, dude, people still didn't, we were using sundials, which mm-hmm. only work when it's sunny, or mm-hmm. the only clock was the church, and the church kept their time by monks. They knew how many pages they could read of like a scripture in an hour. So when they finished that, they'd ring the bell and that was, or they would light candles. So like this candle would burn for an hour. So like Kings did that till the, like the 1700s, they would take, have like a candle guy with them and he would light the candles and that's how they knew what time it was. So like, you can see like how easily things are, can just be totally manipulated, you know? Right. A lot, the big point about the dark ages, which was like stuck out to me was like, so the dark age supposedly Muslims came in, they raped all these Christian women, they took our, our land, they did all this stuff. And instead of striking back, we said, let's wait 300 years, let's sit on it, let's think about it. But if you remove the dark ages, then the Muslims came in, they raped, they took all this land, they beat, they took, took a third of Christian lands, killed like a, an insane amount of Christians. And then we waited about five, 10 years, and then we went and had the Crusades. Now, that timeline makes much more sense than you waiting 300 years for your, and then just to pick a fight with another, you know what I mean? Right, to exact revenge. Like you're right. gonna wait, you're gonna wait, you know, 10, 10 generations. Right. You know? Which is that's absurd. a really, that's a really, yeah, that's a really long, long con that uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't to, really make sense. You have to be sense. like, you tell your grandchild, his grandchild he needs to fight back you know like and for and do that like another 20 times but right without the message getting skewed or where the other in in the telephone game exactly dude so like it's just all i don't know what to you know like believe anymore we're just so manipulated with like everything you know i don't know what is what you can say for sure and that's why there's a lot of great groups though like if my one friend he owns a website stolenhistory.net and they do all they're smarter people than me and they write all this stuff about that they call it like uh, Beethoven for example he wrote supposedly Beethoven wrote like whatever it was he would need to write over like 300 sheets a day of music in his lifetime in like the 30 years he and then half of those years he was deaf right right which and it's like they do this with these stories like helen keller flew a plane she's blind deaf and mute but she can fly she wrote 12 (laughs) books and she can fly a plane and i think they do this like as a joke because like beethoven so maybe he was very skilled or it was the music from the tartarian empire that had healing ability you know like that hurts stuff like right at that right correct hurts for your body and they made up this guy and they're like, and then make him deaf and then make him uh, love to drink. It'll be hilarious. And that's like what the, I think, you know what I mean? Because it's just. Yeah. And they all like Beethoven, Mozart, all of them. It's like, oh, well, you know, uh, they wrote their first symphony at three years old. Right. Like, Maybe on. it was Mozart. Maybe it was Mozart too. Uh, but all of them, like it's yeah. like they're four or five years old. Oh, they just wrote their fifth concerto like like sure sure they did sure they did how how do how do we know i mean right i i, I have a i have a kid that age he ain't doing anything he ain't doing anything close to that but and then it goes back to like was it a different culture were there things that they knew right. or were, were, were there different things going on that allowed them to have that kind maybe, of knowledge yeah. or brain function you know maybe and like that i'm not saying like it's all but like you know, that's what they do with these stories. And I don't know why, why they, I don't know if it's like a joke, but like, obviously Helen Keller did not write 12 books, right? She did not fly a plane. 
like by herself she she's how that doesn't make and like and i'm not saying like the beethoven or mozart thing is you know but i think that they add this stuff in our history and uh they all they duplicate our history that was the thing also i learned like there was three platos that existed they huh. all wrote the same exact stuff all about whatever plato wrote about and they all existed they would always find out about the other plato as they found the, the new plato's works so like huh. you know so like they the there's a 1300s plato he wrote like the exact same almost word for word of the ancient plato but they didn't find the ancient plato works until the contemporary plato died and then they said oh my god look at this ancient plato and that's what they did with copernicus with plato with all these people dude all the philosophers wow yeah. that is that is that's bizarre and and yeah. i and, you know I'll, I'll agree with you that this stuff is it, it's troubling but at the same time I, I i i'm with you i think a lot of this is is more interesting than getting into into a lot of the political machinations of our day oh, because i mean i mean i mean my my god it's it's you know it's it's impossible anymore to even go on the internet just because yeah. everything is polarizing one way or the other some of it like you just have to laugh at but some of it's like you know g give me a give me a break there's yeah. got to be there's got to be other interesting things we can look into and you know right. this is this is what we're talking about here this is the basis of of everything that's happened right because yeah. if if some of this you know you know people think like fake news has just started existing in the past <laughs> 50 years or so but like right. let's be honest like it's been going on throughout history and, and yeah. you had a great you had a great point a bit ago you said you know maybe they're just doing this to laugh at us and and yeah. i agree that they probably are adding these little things in here like ha 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 they they don't know that this is false we're going to put that in there as a little as a little as a little joke mm -hmm. um and then you know just have a little laugh at it but it's yeah. uh it, it's pretty wild so thank you for 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 breaking all this down this is really oh, really informative all over one day i'll get better kyle where i can stick on a topic without my notes one of these days no you're, you're perfectly fine I, I have i have a bunch of notes like most of my podcasts i, I write scripts and everything to, yeah. to keep on on track so i know i'm 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 with you I, this was this this was great i i like the breakdown of all because it, it all ties into the same theme yeah right yeah. it's it's history um some of it could be fake some of it could be true there were things in the past that that looked a lot um nicer and brighter and uh, more majestic than they do now for some yeah. reason and right. you know you would think with all the technology we have now that we could 3d print right. uh, something that looks anything like this but there, but it just uh, it just has never happened that way so yeah, we're landing on mars for god's sake we can't build a nice building <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i'll tell you in, in the 50s they were calling you know they were calling the the moon from the president's office right and, dude yeah you know yeah. in tw yeah. in 2021 i can't even get a you know a cell signal from my right. basement exactly dude, it's, dude. you know exactly. what happened in that past time so well anyways um jack thank you very much for, for course, coming on dude. this was great um Good tell everybody me. where they can find you yeah and, and, and most importantly how how can they how can they um, find your podcast and how can they support the work? Yeah, that you're doing? dude, I got a conspiracy or just a coincidence.com. You can find all my stuff there if you're not on Twitter, but at conspiracy or JC, I'm on YouTube, same tagline, but you can just go to my website. It's conspiracy or just a coincidence.com and got shirts that live my fiance makes. So you can check those out. And uh, thanks for having me on the show, dude. Ab absolutely. What, what, what kind of, what kind of, um, 
do you have any kind of sneak peek for for stuff you have coming up on your podcast soon? Yeah, I'm doing the. Um, uh, it's called uh, Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon. So it's all the hippie music, and dude, that's a whole. But I don't know if you, <laughs> every single one of them is military intelligence, dude. Yes, they're they're leading us like sheep to the slaughter, or whatever the saying is, dude. <laughs> Yeah, if any, if everybody uh, if anybody listening hasn't listened to the podcast that you just did with Bob, you know, Sideshow Bob, Bob's Lessons, mm-hmm. go check that out. That's a good kind of um, lead into yeah, what you're going to talk about there yeah. with the Laurel Canyon stuff and, you know, yeah. the, the doors and all those uh, dude. all those artists of the 60s and, and how they were so tied spy, in the military. Dude. Harry Houdini was one of the first spies. That's it. I'm, I'm going to go. Wow. I got to write that down. That's awesome. I love yeah, it. I'll send you the book. Awesome. All right, well, dude. Jack, thank you very much. Um, Thanks, so Kyle. Once again, this is Conspiracy in the Force. My name is Conspiracy Kyle. Um, may the Force be with you, and have a great night, everybody.